1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judge Napolitano.
0: Brian, where <laughs> are you this
1: morning? Lord almighty. <laughs> I, I'm having a bit of a challenge this morning, Your Honor. I really am. But, you know, if we, without it's the old phrase is, without Joe, the show don't go. And I don't want to give Sean a hard time here because he's doing a great job covering for Strecker this morning. But uh, technical difficulties have plagued the morning show, so I apologize I'm not looking at you, and uh, and we, we are not having a face-to-face conversation, which is typically the case for this segment. But let me tell you what, I cannot thank you enough for writing the column you wrote that's coming out tonight for everybody else's oh. enjoyment. Donald Trump and government theft. I. This case, Letitia James's action against Trump was a victim. I mean, it was a victimless thing. Nobody was out of any money. Nobody got harmed. Deutsche Bank knew damn well what it was doing when it was arm's length transaction with Trump. I mean, ah, Your Honor. It's really,
0: It's really government at its worst, Brian, when the government can use a convoluted interpretation of a misguided 125 year old statute. A judge who doesn't care about uh, about fundamental liberties, a defendant who's unpopular in the area in which uh, the case is going on, uh, a government official, the attorney general, who promised to get him uh, yeah. in order to, to get elected in that area, New York, where uh, Trump is unpopular. But basically, they succeeded. It's not over yet. I believe it'll be returns. It'll be overturned on appeal. They succeeded in stealing. The state of New York succeeded in stealing $400 million from the Trump organization uh, by claiming uh, that he defrauded banks. The bank said we weren't defrauded and <laughs> paid back every nickel. We, we, we sent our appraisers to reappraise the buildings he told us about. His numbers were in the same general range as ours. He's such a good customer that if he ever wants to borrow a few hundred million from us again, we'll be happy to lend it to him. End of the story. Except in New York, where the government is poised to steal money from its political opponents. This is really government at its worst, Brian.
1: Well, and you know, I, I thought about this the other day, and you mentioned it. She campaigned on getting Donald Trump. And at that time, the best of my knowledge, she didn't have anything to hang on her, you know, to hold up and say, this is what I'm going after him for. They basically did what the NSA did, rifled through his effects and papers until they came upon something that they thought justified going after him, created a case built around something that there was no harm, there was no damage done. That would be the Deutsche Bank who went ahead and engaged in an arm's length transaction with him and was a sophisticated lender. And how difficult, honestly, Your Honor, would it have been if Donald Trump said Something is 30,000 square feet and it's really 11,000 square feet. (coughs) Getting a copy of the plans to the building would solve that question right away. They didn't care. Of course.
0: No, no, they didn't care. And they put a couple of uh, uh, economics professors on the stand to opine as to how much money Donald Trump earned above what he would have earned had he told the banks that his real estate was worth less than what he told them. This is so (laughs) fanciful. Look, the whole purpose, you you know this because you're a lawyer and your listeners know this from being educated by you, the whole purpose of uh, this system is to compensate someone for harm from the person who has harmed them. If, If I punch you in the nose, you can sue me for pain and suffering and permanent injury if there is anybody but your friend can't sue me because she or he doesn't like the way your nose looks because i didn't harm your friend and i didn't violate or breach any duty to the friend trump breached no duty to the government the government suffered no uh, harm here the whole thing is fanciful intended to bankrupt him Uh, as he's running uh, for president. Where does this go? Well, it'll go to an appellate court. The attorney general announced yesterday that they're going to move to execute on the judgment. Now, the only way he can uh, avoid that execution, you ready for this, is if he deposits $400 million in cash in the court's bank account or purchases a bond, an insurance policy, naming the court as the beneficiary if he fails to pay the 400 if he loses uh, on appeal. How long will the appeal take he's got to get online? There's about two and a half to three years' worth of appeals ahead of him. And- so this is a reprehensible uh, situation that the
1: government has put him in. And you do properly point out that this is government theft. In a normal case where I do punch you in the nose, I have to pay you for the damage I caused, the money's going to go in your pocket because you're the aggrieved party. You're the one that's been harmed. The state of New York was not harmed by any of this. In fact, they benefited from the fact that he was doing real estate deals in their city and paying taxes to them. Correct.
0: And look, the money that he borrowed from Deutsche Bank, he didn't put in a shoebox. He used it to yeah. construct high-rise buildings in New York City, which produced thousands of jobs, and much new wealth for the investors in his buildings who bought and sold and bought and sold and paid taxes on everything they did. It's exactly what the state of New York should want. It's exactly what enhances uh, the economy. It's the way the economy in, in the capitalist society has been working for hundreds and hundreds of years until the heavy hand of government gets involved and says, basically, He made too much money. We don't like this deal. We're going to steal some of the money from him that he made, and we're going to make the theft look legitimate by finding a judge that goes along with
1: us. And only because it's Donald Trump we're talking about. But then, pause for a moment. Judge Anna Napolitano, let us say you are a real estate developer because we all know there's more than one. There's not just Donald Trump, real estate developer of New York. It is Donald Trump, one of probably thousands of real estate developers in New York, one of thousands of real estate developers that negotiate with banks to get loans done. Do you think maybe, just maybe, if they're on the wrong side of New York politics, that some other individual loaner or investor, rather, might be sweating bullets and worried about having their effects and papers rifled through to find out and a parallel uh, argument that could be made. I mean, everyone's a potential target. What's a house worth? What's a building worth? It's worth whatever somebody's going to pay for it on the day it's sold.
0: Correct. You're you're 100% correct. So this could very well have a deleterious uh, effect uh, on this end of economic development uh, in New York City. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't put my finger on the uh, on the economics yet because this this still has to settle in. Uh, but it's not it's it's a lose lose for everybody except those who have uh, perpetrated uh, the theft. I mean, the attorney general is riding very high right now, uh, and her political career is looking very good from her perspective, but from a moral perspective and from a constitutional perspective that the government can't steal uh, property, can only take property for just compensation. This is uh, simply a profound violation of his constitutional rights of the of the civil law system, uh, as we've known it, and of common, decent uh, morality. It truly is. So I, don't know where, I, don't, I don't know where this is going to go. I do believe it'll be uh, reversed on appeal this judge was appealed six times twice before the trial and four times during the trial all six times he was reversed by the appellate court now the same panel that reversed him six times the same panel of four appellate division judges We'll be hearing the appeal of the final judgment. I'm pretty optimistic uh, that they're going to reverse or reduce it yeah. uh, dramatically.
1: Well, given the egregious violation that we've been talking about here, Your Honor, uh, is it possible at all um, that the appellate court might put it on an expedited briefing schedule, or you know, and, and move it along a little more quickly than the slow wheels of justice normally turn? Uh,
0: they don't really do that.
1: Uh, in new york (laughs) i didn't think the answer was going to be a positive one
0: so so. you know i shouldn't laugh because it's going to cost him money to to purchase a bond worth 400 million dollars he's got to pledge a billion dollars worth of real estate and then he's got to pay annual or quarterly premiums uh on the bond so it's a very expensive proposition for him to avoid the execution on this judgment, Forbes magazine has estimated that Trump has about four hundred and ten million dollars in uh, liquid assets. But his the judgments against him now exceed that amount between the two in the E. Jean Carroll case. That's the defamation case and the so-called sexual assault case uh, and this one.
1: Well, and you know what would happen, Your Honor, if he did uh, pledge real estate uh, of a billion dollars to secure the bond, they would probably sue him for overvaluing the pledge of his real estate to secure the bond for the underlying... Ah, Where it never... is
0: Deutsche Bank when he needs it.
1: I know, I know. Wouldn't it be great Where if...
0: was Chuck Ingram this morning. Was he there and I just now, didn't hear him?
1: Now the problem is that uh, quite often Joe Strecker uh, will, will remind Chuck that it's Wednesday because he never they never let him out of his room back there, so sometimes he loses track of what day of the week it is, so Joe, uh, Joe, remind him. Hey, remember the judge is on today, so you got to say something funny because he appreciates, and of course, Chuck gets a big kick out of doing it. So, it's just it's just a it's just a different day here uh, without Strecker and we'll just uh, have to learn to live without him for once. He's not feeling on un- he's under the weather today. So prayers to Joe. I hope he's uh, feeling better. And of course, prayers to you, Judge Napolitano. I love talking to you every week. I'm sorry I can't see you, but we'll fix that by next Wednesday and we'll do another great conversation. And we'll look for your column. Right real, back, real quick. Right Judge, judging freedom. Search for him on YouTube, search for him on Facebook. Uh, who are you talking to today?
0: Uh, Today, I am talking to Gabriel Shipton, who is the brother of Julian Assange, and who was in the courtroom all day yesterday in London and all day today as his brother's final appeal uh, is being argued, as well as to one of my uh, senior ex-CIA buddies, uh, Phil Giraldi. Yesterday, Scott Ritter. uh, Tomorrow, Colonel Douglas McGregor.
1: Judging Freedom, Facebook and YouTube. Your Honor, until next Wednesday, best of health, my dear friend.
0: Thank you, Brian. All the best.
1: 844 coming up on 844 55 care cd talk station thanks to suzette Lowe's camp. suzette you're out there lucky land
0: casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli i guess ha! in my dentist's office